Welcome to the Top 8 Movies Podcast, presented by Top 8 Media. Every week we share top 8 lists from movie lovers across the globe. We also dive into actors and actresses' top 8 movies according to IMDb's scores. And hear many reviews from our resident film reviewer, Mike Morgan, as he reflects on his top 8 films of each of the last 34 years. We have special edition top 8 lists on more specific topics from the movie industry. Send us your top eight list to be read out on future episodes. Just DM us on Instagram at top underscore eight underscore media. Thanks for tuning in and let's crack on with the show. Welcome back everybody to Top 8 Movies from Top 8 Media. I am Owen Morgan. I'm sat down with my co-host Jessica Rose Johnson and we talk all things films through the power of top eight lists, which include industry lists, my lists, GS lists, and listener lists. That's where you get involved. Uh, but we had a lot of fun. We recorded this first format on the last episode where we did musicals. Go check it out. The first 10 episodes are longer form shows. So feel free to go enjoy enjoy those. And you will get a long form episode every 10 episodes a week. Do our film reviews, look at polls, and we maybe focus on one list and dive in deep. So yeah, check that out. But today we are looking at war and military films. Uh, so we're going to look at highest grossing, and then I'm going to share mine, Jess will share hers, and then my dad, who is a film reviewer, well, former film reviewer, but he really, he's a film reviewer still, come on, uh, will share his uh, his films too. And he's already shared with us like his top 2022 films, his top 2021 so soon we'll be doing it, so me and Jess will share, share our top 2020 movies that's coming up. But today is all things military. Now, some disclaimers before I come over to Jess. Is that we're saying war and military because some of them, they're like, it's military based, but it's not like an obvious war film like, say, Saving Private Ryan. So just to be clear, it's war and military orientated, just to be really clear. So it gives us like a bit of scope here. Um, especially when you find out what the first one of the highest grossing is, you'll see what we mean. So it's there. So uh, what are your thoughts, Jess, generally on war films? I know you and me found this very difficult to create a list. I know, obviously, with your history in the forces, um, I guess this must be quite close to home for you. It is. This was so, so hard to narrow it down. And I had so many different ways of looking at this, like finding movies that were just Marine Corps based or um, true story. It was uh, great movies. I love watching them. I, I think they're great and it's a way to tell a story of uh, a life that I was a part of. So yeah, not all not all people can. My mom can't watch any of these. It's too much for her. She served in the military and two of her kids did. So she she varies from these, but I think it's this is gonna be a great list and a great chat. Yeah, it certainly is. And um just a, a quick a quick audio mention. I'm recording on my phone for the first time. Um so bear with me. I just realized I cough then, and that means you may have heard it. So I'm going to be better with my coughing, guys. So you know, let's pretend we're in a cinema right now. Really important not to cough, right? That's key. All right. So, Jess, I'll hand over to you. So you're always going to be reading kind of like the first list every time. So I'll hand over to you. This is highest grossing military war films at the box office. So off we go. All right. Here we go. In eighth place, with $154 million, we have Lone Survivor. In seventh place, with $173 million, Black Hawk Down. 
In sixth place, with $215 million, The Patriots. In fifth place, with $384 million, 1917. In fourth place, with $449 million, Pearl Harbor. In third place, with $482 million, Saving Private Ryan. In second place, $527 million is Dunkirk. And the number one highest grossing war slash military movie with $547 million is American Sniper. Wonderful stuff. Um, I love the way you said that too. You know, we're getting proper pros at these lip reading now, I think. I think we need to. We just have some love for that. We've been practicing. Uh, so yeah, let's jump in. Just we'll just briefly share our thoughts on if you've not heard the show before. We'll just we'll quickly touch on that list and then we'll move on to our lists. Um, what's very interesting about this? They're all, I think, fantastic films. So I have no arguments with any of these, to be honest with you. Um, American Sniper, I'm like, well, fair play to it. I, di I didn't see that coming when I looked it up. I was like, wow, okay. Um, really great for Bradley Cooper. Um, and it was great. It was tense. Um, but I think it's a nice mix of some of the solo soldier survival stuff. Some ensemble car stuff's in there. You've got some true story action going on as well. You've got the legendary Saving Private Ryan, which had the you know the first ever combat scene on that beach that we've never seen before. It's just that alone. 1917 has been known for being really different in its approach, especially with the scene with him walking, you know, running across the trenches and stuff. I think it's a great list, and I'm kind of jealous. I'm like, oh my God, is mine better? I'm not so sure. What are your thoughts on this list? I, oh, you know, it's such a, such a dry source over a time span even. So I like it. I, I look at like the, the, the grossing number and maybe something to look into is, is this the amount of money that when it came out, right? And is it because of inflation or because our population is growing and our excess to get to the theater is grown is maybe that's why some of these movies are doing better, but what was it our our um our last episode we recorded there was some pretty high spikes and how many millions they brought in so some of these movies i'd i'd love to see more millions attached to them just because that means more people have seen the movie and heard the story so i can't wait to talk more about everyone else's lists and hear more great movies that didn't make it to the top eight with dollar signs yeah, certainly. I mean, the musicals were one. There was like massive jumps, wasn't it, in the price brackets? But this seems to be sort of increased quite, yeah, reasonably, hasn't it? There's no standout star here, but they're all they're all recently said. But saying that, Pearl Harbor is, is fairly old, um, and Pat Patriot as well. But I um, these lists are based on inflation anyway. So if there was an older film, it would be in the list because they they've accounted for it. Always make sure I do that. Which is really really good there's one film particularly which is missing which is completely unacceptable and you'll find out why when i do my list next why that would be the case so yeah i'm going to jump into my list um and my number one should be in that eyes grossing films of all time i'm very sad so that's a jump in okay here we go so i'm gonna sort of like give each film a bit of love um after i've said it so the eighth place is american sniper so that was the highest gross film of all time. I did love it. Bradley Cooper's amazing in it, full of tension. But there are films that I've preferred. The seventh place is Black Hawk Down. It was an absolute classic at the time. Fantastic cast. Um, really grittily filmed as well, which I appreciated. Very good. 
in my sixth place it's quite recent um and a bit different um in a way it's covenant so that's the one with the translator um and he leaves a translator behind um and he has to go back and he really you know he just wants to save him after everything he did for him he saved him he wants to save him back and it's a beautiful story of just male not friendship i guess but you know what i mean it's just it's just very beautiful and you're just gunning for both of them to to get through it unscathed um and i just loved it so much and jake Hall was fantastic in it in fifth place is 13 hours not many people probably know this i think it might be on netflix yeah and it stars john krasinski who is in the quiet place with um, emily blunt the, the horror films um and guys it's really it's so intense they, it's kind of like this 13 hours they need to try and get out of where they're trapped and the, the, the gunfire in it is just relentless i don't know how many bullets are used in that movie but wowzers very good i'm i'm happy that i get to shine a light on it here today in fourth place is 1917 it was always going to be in my top five absolutely fantastic i don't think many people need to be told this is good at this point just go and watch it if you haven't <laughs> has to be done in third place is fury first time that showed up today i just thought it was great brad pitt was great i just thought everything about it was was just simply awesome in second place it's saving private ryan already stated this it was one of a kind it started a trend um of showing war at the, the the biggest detail not that we should necessarily want to watch that obviously that'd be a bit weird oh i can't wait to see some some gore like that but it's really important that we understand how serious it all was how dark how painful how sad how horrific it all was it's important that we feel those emotions it deserves to be there and number one should be in the highest grossing films of all time axel ridge oh my god garfield in it is so good andrew garfield it's such a beautiful story about you know this medic and just the bravery of him we always focus on the soldiers and everything but it's oh my god it's so good i'm getting tingles talking about it and if it gives me tingles it's number one spot baby um so that is my top eight it's a little bit different actually jess what are your initial thoughts about my list uh you know i some of those were contenders on mine and uh didn't make it so i like it i am I am seeing some parallels here, so we might have some similarities coming up. Okay, well, hit me with it, and we can compare our two lists as soon as you've done yours, because I want to see how many we match. I'm going to see how many we have that are the same. Good night. Let's do it. Yeah, well, here we go. And the number eight spot is also your number eight, which ironically was the number one engrossing in its American Sniper. So uh, based on a true story, there's um, some some fun little fact for you. Most based on a true story movies, sometimes what they're based on a true story can be a little bit. So American Sniper, somebody went through and actually said only like 56.9% of the movie was historically fictional. So interesting fun fact for you. Um, my number seven was Saving Private Ryan. So a little bit lower for me on my list of true-ish stories, not necessarily uh, true in detail for the storyline. It does match up with uh, an American law, but it's also been quoted by a lot of World War II veterans of being the most accurate to showcasing the Omaha Beach assault. So that's kind of a cool, true-ish fun fact. Number six, 12 Strong. 12 Strong is a true life account of the U.S. Special Forces team. 
Number five I have is Lone Survivor. So also on uh, the top grossing list. So Lone Survivor based on the events, what happened during Operation Red Wing and uh, some descriptions, the, the failure of Operation Red Wing, but a great story. And number four, which was also somebody else's number four, a 1917 it made it on the list not necessarily a true story i was trying to stick with this little true story theme however um uh, what i read about it is how much it the, the truth that behind it is how they filmed it these one-shot films that really kind of made you feel like you were there in the moment and that there were so many stories they were trying to bring these stories to life so the characters their exact story hasn't been able to be proved but situations such as this, it is believed that did indeed happen. Number three, you may or may not have seen or heard of this. So I bumped it up to give it some more credibility and it's Megan Levy, which is a true story about a female Marine and her bomb dog. Number two, Unbroken. Oh, such a good oh one. And that... <laughs> I got you. <laughs> I, you know, uh, Unbroken, another true story. So a true story about, you know, the underdog story, an Olympic athlete and how he became a POW and just a beautiful story. And as you said, it is a bit of a shame that this one was not the highest engrossing, but my number one, also your number one, Hacksaw Ridge. And I just love hearing a lot of these stories that aren't common. Uh, and this one being about Private Doss, who said, hey, I want to serve, but I don't want to carry a gun that goes against my beliefs and how many lives he was able to save. I will say of all these movies I mentioned earlier, my mom, not a fan of watching them. This is one that she said, I really want to hear this story. Do you think I could get through it without crying? And I said, no, but you're going to cry probably for good reasons. <laughs> so um, hopefully she'll watch it one day. But there's there is my list of uh, true-ish military war films well as we know that is true to your brand true story is your brand <laughs> um and i love to be honest i really love that that is what is what influences the list i think that's really lovely because that's you know that's that's what you that's what you love so it should always influence that and yeah i'm 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 heartbroken that i forgot unbroken um oh dear uh so <laughs> i i walk with my hand and put my head in shame I'm really glad that we shared a top spot and like you said the part of him you know wanting to not want to use a gun and being really true to his values there's a message in that film about living true to what you believe in and your values so actually there's an underlying really beautiful message which is not even linked to military or war it's a good thing for life i think that's really really good and it's quite cool because we've got some different stuff in there too and uh, it, uh, your third place was that the one with the the female soldier and the dog did you say yes yeah, I haven't even heard of that. So please send me a link later. That'll definitely be on my homework, um, which would be really, really cool. But yeah, I like this. We're, we're quite we're quite similar here. Um, and yeah, I, I, at this point, anyone that's listening, you can't you don't really have a choice anymore. So I, I expect all of you to have seen Huxley Ridge by next week. Please pop it in the comments how you found it. Uh, that's the rules of the show now. If me and Jess get a joint number one, that's your you have to watch it, guys. Sorry, that's just how it is. Love awesome. It. Yeah, well, thanks so much, Jess. That was, that was amazing. So let's look at my dad. So remember, my dad was a film reviewer for 30 years. You know, he kind of knows his stuff. He knows what he's looking for. He's had to set lots of notes when, you know, when he was watching them in the previews and all that and all the, um, you know, 
all the press show stuff. So let's find out what he's got. There's some super stuff. But there's other stuff that I kind of like when I, he sent to me. I was like, oh, no. Yes. So let's take a look. Mike's top eight. In eighth place is Fury. So that snuck in. Seventh place, Hacksaw Ridge. Boo. <laughs> no, it's fine. It could be seventh. As long as it's in the eighth. Sixth is Empire of the Sun, which is really, really cool shout. Um, I think if I remember rightly, wasn't that um, Christian Bale as a boy? Very young boy, if I remember rightly. Is that the right? I think so. I will get Jess to quickly check that as we carry on with all this. In fifth place is The Pianist, which was absolutely amazing. Um, I feel terrible for not including it. Fourth place, Saving Private Ryan. Uh, we've said enough about that today. A Free is Dunkirk. It's interesting that neither me or Jess included that. I think it's a great film. Um, I feel sad that I couldn't put it on. There's just so many good films. Um, and it would definitely be nine for me anyway. So it's it's there. Two is War Horse. I was like, oh my God, War Horse. Oh man, what a piece of cinema that was. And here's number one. As you would know, if you've been listening to Mike's previous episodes, 1917 was his number one. He, I remember him saying he loved it. I think he saw it like three or four times. Um, Dad, if you're listening, I think you saw it a lot, didn't you? You saw it with your other friend, then your other friend, then you have to watch it again. Um, and the, the two boys in it are just oh, fantastic and deserve all the credit. So he has written a bit about why he's got all of these. Yeah, there you are, Christian Bale. It's in his little description there. So he's written us a little, little few paragraphs. Before we do that, I've sort of shared my thoughts on it. What are your thoughts on that list, Jess? I, I you know, I kind of think it's so funny that both our number ones, we finally agree, and your dad's like, it's number seven, but I'm so glad it was still on his list. I I like it. I Again, I kind of like the diversity, and it's kind of interesting to see some of the parallels where both you and your dad have Fury on there. So yeah, a good a good list. I like all the variation between all four of us is uh is fun. I say the four of us, including IMBD, as its own us. <laughs> yeah, definitely. It's, it's it's really interesting, isn't it? Because you can see some really cute movies in there. Some that come up like four times. So there must be something in it, right? There has to be something in that for it to to, to keep coming up. So I think this is nice. We get to to have a real cross section to show what really is truly up there in these genres, which I really like. So let's just quickly um, read a little bit of what my dad said here before we wrap up the show. So remember, this is film reviewer chat, so it's going to have that vibe. So let's do it. With my top eight in the genre of war movies, it's very difficult to break down the fantastic movies in order to complete a satisfactory percentage. Very true. However, there is no doubting that I would place 1917 at number one. Sam Mendes' direction convinced me I was actually participating in World War One. Um, which is exactly what you said, Jess, wasn't it? But um, the the long shots, rather than watching it in the cinema. True. It was a cinematic experience. That's my line. Such was my involvement in the mission of the two young privates engaged in getting to the front line. I was totally sold on the storyline and the acting. In fact, I went to see it three times. Here we go. Which is very rare for me. So equally, I was taken by the Steven Spielberg's War Horse so much, it had to be number two. Extra Extraordinary on all levels of production. So if you look at my list, I have two more Spielberg classics. At number four, I had Saving Private Ryan with one of Tom Hanks' best ever performances. Equally from Stephen, casting a totally unknown boy actor, Christian Bale, in the awesome Japanese war camp movie, Empire of the Sun, based on the massive best-selling book by J.B. Ballard, which naturally Stephen captured with horror 
and survival and sent Bale on a Hollywood career of huge success. Very true. I would also mention that my number five, The Pianist, directed by Roman Polanski, sees a Polish-Jewish musician played by Adrian Brody, Oscar-winning performance, struggle to survive the destruction of Warsaw Ghetto by the Nazis in World War II. Oh my God, it was such a good film. I I highly recommend this deeply moving but painful watch. Finally, I had to place Dunkirk at number three after the huge budget given to Christopher Nolan to give us a convincing movie about the evacuation of Dunkirk in World War II. Totally mesmerizing presentation. Now, number one, my dad kind of makes me look not very good at reflecting on movies. He's he's such a good film reviewer. That was so well said. Um, And I hope one day to emulate such a speech. Um, so yeah, we think about that, Jess, his sort of um his reasons. I think he's got some really good reasons in there to have picked them. I do. I like that. And I like I you know, we all have our own different different reasons for picking them, but I like how thorough he is. And, you know, maybe one day we'll grow up to be more thorough with our opinions and our lists. <laughs> I think if you've seen thousands and thousands of films, you you know what you're looking for. You know, if you're looking for screenplay. You look at the script, you look at the soundtrack, you're looking at cinematography, you're looking, you have to be looking for all these things to, to really know. Um, and I think that's what I love about it. I've seen so many, you've seen so many. I think we learned so much about the craft just through the sheer volume, to be honest. Um, and I think that's why we're here doing this today. Uh, so, yeah, thanks so much. Uh, that was great. Um, for absolutely amazing lists. You all need to go watch Hacksaw Ridge immediately. Um, otherwise, you're in big trouble. So that's all sorted. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, let us know what you think. Head over to Instagram right now. So the, the episode's come out. That means the poster is now available on Instagram. You've got A, B, C, and D. All right, our names next to each letter. Vote in the comments, and then we can announce the results in the following episode or somewhere on social media. And also go to Instagram stories where you can vote on it too, 24 hours after it's released. And we have daily polls on there anyway. So come get involved, guys. There's some really cool polls. Um, so yeah, what what have you thought about this episode compared to the musicals one? It's so different. Um, I feel as pumped. I think I like both genres. Yeah, it is it is so different, but it's exciting because it's a it's it is it's another genre. Like I I love the musicals for the reasons I love them, and I love these movies for the reasons I love them, and it's different reasons. So it's really fun getting to dive into these. And I will say, with this list, I was not exposed to a movie. I hadn't heard about or seen before, but it's also exciting to see how much love for for movies that are so near and dear to my heart and my life. So uh, a great chat. Definitely beautifully said. And I'm really excited next week because we're going to be covering British films. And I know for Jess, you know, not being British, that must have been a bit tricky. What qualifies as British? So if you head over to that episode when it comes out, you'll find out how we justify what is British or not British. And to be honest, as as a Brit, I'm very proud of the quality of the stuff we produce and put out there in the cinema world and the, in the movie industry. Um, so I'm very proud of that. And I hope Americans and South Africans and Australians all get lots of value. So head over to that episode when it comes out and find out a lot more about British cinema. We'll see you next time. Send us your top eight list today to top underscore eight underscore media. If you find it too hard to create your top eight of all time, then why not a top eight from a certain actor, actress, genre, or director? You can even make it more niche. For example, the top eight films set in space. 
your list could inspire. So join the top eight media contributors today. Thank you for listening and we will see you next week.